Welcome to POV, You're My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. I am your host, Divine Philemon, and welcome to an another to an another amazing episode. If you're not subscribed to POV Plus, get ready to do that because that way you get to listen ad-free and you get exclusive content like text to my therapist, the weekly pop culture roundup that I post every Wednesday or Thursday, I know, Um, talking about the current events, the happenings, I really dive deep, okay? So if you are not subscribed, subscribe right now on Apple Plus to get exclusive content and ad-free listening. So on today's episode, I... I know like I've been doing the whole, you know, series thing where I talk about certain things that, um, you know, they, they fit into like a certain area or like, you know, there's a less, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I've been doing series and series has kind of been my way to kind of chapter, like to create chapters within the season. But, um, today I kind of want to talk about something that's not in a chapter and that's just kind of a little bit more fun because I feel like recently I've kind of been a little bit stringent with myself where I think about things and I want to talk to the, about them or I want to post them on TikTok, but I'm like, nobody cares, girl, shut up. But I know that's not the truth because so many of you listen and I think sometimes I get so caught up in what I should be and who I should be that I don't do what I want to do. So today I'm going to do something I want to do, which is because last night I was laying down in bed and I was thinking about this and I just want to gossip. I want to talk about life. I want to talk about what's been going on in my life. Okay. And just overall, just talk. I really do. I, I, I miss the days where I would come on the podcast and I'd be like, mm, I don't know what we're talking about today. Today is kind of like that, but I know exactly what we're going to talk about. Okay, y'all, I don't know what it is. If it's because it's getting a little cold. You see, I got like my little fuzzy thing on, but I, I, I am in heat. I am like a cat in heat right now. Like this is not like ovulation feelings. This is like, cause you know, aren't cats in heat for like months or something? That's kind of how I feel. Like I have been yearning just just fiending for just just a crumb of man just a, just a nibble of man and you guys know I like me some man <laughs> like I really do I really do and I and because of that today you know I've worn my most conservative outfit to talk about the raunchiest shit because that's just the kind of mood I am in bitch I'm cozy and I want to talk to y'all about dick so I (laughs) last night I was laying in bed and like I was kind of going through my my little black book in my head and a little black book if you don't know the children that were not born oh we're not coming of age in the 2000s a little black book is this book that people used to is a tiny little black book it had a leather casing and people used to write all of their phone numbers on it that's my cat it's probably gonna come up here but in the 2000s there was a movie called little black book and it was about all of the people that this specific character had slept with 
my moon is making a special appearance. So if you want to see him, hi, Moony Poony. Come here, buddy. So if you want to see him, you can watch this on YouTube. Moon, say hi. I think this is Moon's first rodeo, but here's Moon. Oh, I accidentally freaking stabbed his little eye. Hi, Moon. Say hello, Moon. Moony Pony, say hi to the people. He's so cute, you guys. I love him. He's also the other new thing in my life. My little boy. My little boy. Say hi, Moon. Anyway, so I'm probably gonna... Okay, or not. I thought I was just gonna hold him, but maybe not. Um, But anyway, so... Okay, so this movie this is such a 2000s movie 2004 little black book um a woman snoops through her boyfriend's palm pilot a palm pilot and if you don't know what a palm pilot is it's basically like um a blackberry and if you don't know what a blackberry is it was the the it phone before iPhones okay people when you had a Blackberry you were a business bitch like you were a woman of business you were busy you had text message you had internet on your phone if you had a Blackberry bitch my cousin had a Blackberry and I remember thinking she was the coolest bitch ever and I remember in middle school one of my friends had a Blackberry and she thought she was the hottest shit ever okay um, and you know what? Because of that Blackberry, she kind of was. So this woman snoops through her boyfriend's Palm Pilot and reveals his former girlfriends, um, which caused her to question why they're still listed in his little black book. So little black book is basically an address book, particularly one containing the names of past or potential romantic or sexual partners, right? So last night, and this stars Brittany Murphy and this lady who has like a very specific voice. What's her name? I'm on the IMDb right now. So it stars Kathy Bates. Is that her name? It starts Kathy Bates, um, Brittany Murphy, Ron Livingston, Holly Hunter. That's whose voice I'm thinking about. So, cause you know, Holly Hunter, she has, she has a very tight voice. She, you know, that top lip stays in motion and she's really just, this is just how it goes by, like that's her voice. Um, so anyways, I, last night I was kind of like going in my head about like my little black book and like just thinking about like all of my past partners and kind of ranking them. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do right now, because also this came up yesterday, actually not yesterday, but the other day I was on the, I was on FaceTime with my friend and I, she was telling me about this drama that she had. And I've told you guys this drama before, but I actually don't think I've ever told you guys the full story, but, um, I had this friend, this was the friend that asked for the dick pic. So I was telling her that whole story because she had like a sim, the friend that she was talking about had the same name. So I was telling her that whole story and I was telling her how this one guy that we had both dated that she at the moment was caught up over and like, oh my God, this was limerence like to the T, like me and her had limerence over the same guy. And like, you would think that he was a great guy. He was good in bed. He was smart, funny, all of these things. No, I think, oh, my cat just fell upside down. Anyways, you would think like he's this great guy who has like a lot of like, I don't know, like, who was great in bed, who was charming, who was sexy, who was all of these things. He was none of those things. He was none of those things. And that's how you know women do not choose to be heterosexual because this boy was not charming. He was not good in bed. He was not funny. He was such an asshole. But we just could not, 
let go of him. The limerence was limmering. And my friend was like, girl, why do you think that happened? And I literally said to her, I think it's because he reminded us of our absentee fathers. I literally think that's what it was like in my head I was like if I can get this man to love me I can get any man to love me because you know that makes so much sense um so and I was thinking about that and I was like where does he fit this is Voldemort by the way yeah this guy is Voldemort so I was thinking about that and I'm like where does he fit in like the category of lovers that I've had, like truthfully and honestly. So that's what the fuck we're going to do, bitch. That's what we're going to do today. Because I've been thinking about this and we're going to go in order of me losing my virginity. The guy I lost my virginity to, his name was Jay. Okay, that's the name we're giving him. So his name was Jay. Personality, I would rank it. (laughs) This is my, I'm in my Keith Lee era, but with lovers. Okay, we're here in Atlanta, okay, Um, at my college I almost had the name at my college and we're here with Jay um personality I'm gonna give it a before he turned into an asshole because you know guys do that they finally get to sleep with you and then they turn into an asshole can you stop fucking clawing me girl I need to cut his nails so before his his personality, his real personality came out, let, should we do the personality that made me sleep with them? I'm going to do that one because <laughs> I feel like that's what, you know, they put on the charm. So it's like, you really got to know which one. So I think we're going to do both. We're here in Atlanta. Um, we're here with Jay and we got the, <laughs> I'm sorry, we got the um, losing virginity, uh, which was 1999 with a side of first situationship with a side of friends with benefits for 299. So I would rate his personality before he turned in, before we slept together, a, 7.5. That's really the number that's coming to mind is a 7.5, a solid 7.5. He was funny. He was nice to my friends. My friends loved him. And actually when my friends found out like we were talking, they were extremely excited for me. All right. Personality after, um, we got together, I would give it a solid one. And that's not just me being vindictive. It's because she completely emotionally shut down (laughs) after we got together. Once we got together, the personality was a one. Like he literally could not look me in the eyes. He couldn't talk. It was like, I don't know, girl. Like he was ashamed of like the dirty, dirty things we had done. He could not look me in the eyes. <laughs> he could not look me in the fucking eyes. And you know what? Actually, we're going to give the whole, all together though. I give the whole situation a, I give it a 6.7 because I give him a 6.7, which I think is quite generous. Actually, no, I'm going to bump it to an 8.7, 8.7, give it an 8.7 because this is why I gave him two extra points because I told you I was a virgin when we got together and he popped my cherry. She sure did. And I bled everywhere. I did. I sure did. And I was really afraid at that moment because I I was feeling vulnerable, as you can imagine. I was really afraid and I didn't know how I was going to react. But he, 
I could not have wished any better of a reaction. If you had given me a scenario and you told me, hey, you're going to be hooking up with this guy and he's going to pop your cherry, which I thought was gone, by the way. Um, How would you like it to go? That is how I would have liked it to go. So he gets two points for that. And so that brings him to a total of an 8.7. So Jay gets an 8.7. Okay. That's, I feel like that's pretty high, but I'm giving him a lot of leeway for that cherry situation. Okay. After Jay came Alan. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Alan. So after Jay came Alan and Alan, that's so funny because Alan does not fit him as a name, but I'm not going to change it because I don't want to confuse you. So Alan, well, for context, Alan is now married. Okay. He's married to a Rockette. So congratulations. Um, Alan was my first six foot five man. And that really changed a lot for me. It put a lot into perspective for me of how life could be. It changed a lot. And I, I don't think I, I could never go back afterwards because there is just something about a thick man, a thick man, something about a thick man. Just a thick man. And I was talking like T-H-I-C-Q-U-E. Thick man. It's like I'm looking at the thigh. And the thigh is the size of a fucking tree trunk. And I just... And like, that's, you know, that was really my first literal taste of it. And I just never went back. I couldn't, I could never go back. I knew my life was going to change at that moment. So Alan, personality wise, he was very nice. He was nice. He was super nice. (laughs) I'm laughing because he didn't really have much of a switch up. I had the switch up, which this is thing when you are (laughs) you guys I did not have proper sex ed when I was growing up I did not have proper sex ed so everything I learned I learned from tumblr and tumblr is not a good resource for kids to learn about sex it's horrid it's terrible the things I learned about tumblr that I thought were normal that the the things I learned about sex through tumblr that i thought were normal they were not normal and i'm really happy actually that i did not learn about like i did not learn about like the harder stuff through tumblr because maybe i don't know what my mentality about sex would be like at all like yeah so i learned about i learned a lot about sex through tumblr and i just don't think that was a good place for that um no because there, there there was this expectation that like everybody should be having sex everybody should you know and really I don't know I just thought it'd be super easy I didn't realize that it was something that you had to work on it was something that required a lot of communication it was something that required a lot of give and take and you're not always going to like everything so you're not weird if if you don't like certain things and I didn't, I had to come to that decision and understanding on my own in my fucking late 20s, bitch. Like, this is something that I've learned in the past, like, five years. So, 
because you know sex does not come easy for a lot of people some people they never get comfortable with it they never really lean into it so some people really have to get comfortable with it and I was just one of those people so back to Alan first tinder hookup with a side of I am in love with this man (laughs) with five dollars worth of limerence um and the total for that will be $35.99 oh plus an STD scare plus five dollars you know with the side of that it comes in a tiny jar and inside of that jar is a monostat um Alan was really nice he was a really nice guy he was really understanding um he kind of understood a lot of my fears like constantly thinking that every time I touched a man I would get pregnant so he was really nice about those fears I think he could smell the Catholic institution in me he definitely could smell the aroma of Catholicism and fear and the seven sacraments and penance and hell he could smell it on me and baby he sniffed it in like a pheromone yeah so he was super understanding when I absolutely just did unhinged things like for example accused him of giving me an STD which was actually a yeast infection because I had never ever ever had a yeast infection before and I had a yeast infection right after I hooked up with him and I I knew why I got it. It's because, like, I'm not going to explain that, but it wasn't because of him. It wasn't his fault. But I accused him of giving me an STD. <laughs> he was very nice about that. I would not have been as nice. He was very nice about it. Um, he was very nice about it. So he blocked me, though, for a little while after that. He was very nice, like brought the conversation to a conclusion and was like you know whatever happens I'm here for you um just go get the test if it shows up anything just let me know and then we'll deal with it from there on and then you know I got the test told him I was negative and he was like oh you're just a crazy bitch potentially a whore how many guys are you sleeping with and then he blocked me and then he unblocked me and then um we hooked up again a couple months later and still was really nice then because I left my license there of course I did I forgot my license there I don't know why it was even out of my I think it fell out of my wallet but I forgot my license at his place and he was very nice about getting it back to me he was always always really nice like he was just always really nice like I think I don't know he was a very understanding guy which I just whatever I was in love with him either way and the thing was I was in love with him I was like infatuated by him oh my god I built up his personality so much in my head like he was my object of fantasy 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 he was the object of my affection and I fantasized about him all the time his personality before hooking up solid 8.9 after hooking up 8.9 um the sex itself 9.5 it was great it was really good um he was just very gifted in so many different ways and he taught me a lot about myself so that was great so altogether, I would say I give him a 8.0 like a perfect 8 
The only reason why he doesn't score higher is because he did not date me. And I wanted him. And then, you know, then, oh my God, wait, wait a minute. Nope. An eight is too high because I remember, yeah, I was the other woman. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Wait a second. (laughs) I completely forgot that I was the other woman. Sorry. The whole time he was cheating on his girlfriend. Wow. I, for two seconds was like, wow, he was really nice. Actually. Why did I hate him? And then I remembered that there was a very valid reason why I hated him. And it was because he was cheating on his girlfriend the whole time. The second time we hooked up, he, like, I was on his Instagram. And if I'm going to do anything, babe, I'm not only going to look through your Instagram, but I'm going to look through your tags. Because if there's a wife, I need to know. And he had done a really good job of, like, cleaning up his tags. And, but I remember... I stumbled on this picture like five minutes after it was posted because I, I told you I was limmering. I had limerence, a lot of it. So I was constantly thinking about him and constantly look lurking on him. And I was lurking one time and I looked through his tags and there's a picture where he was tagged in five minutes ago. And this was before Instagram got rid of the feature um, where you could see what people were liking. Yeah. At a time we could see what people were liking on Instagram. It was a very messy time. It was very emotionally destructive as well because why are you not texting me back but you liking people's pictures bitch I can see you on Instagram I remember seeing him like that picture and then I went to his page and I was like where's that picture and then I I looked through his tags and then I found the picture and then it was a picture of this was two weeks after we hooked up it was a picture of his girlfriend at the time she was seated seated across from him at a white linen table and I remember thinking this lady's not very pretty who is she you know I already knew who she was and they had moved to New York together they had literally the day after I hooked up with him he moved to Brooklyn with this woman I yeah that all came back to me and I just so vividly saw the picture just now it was one of those really cheap Polaroid pictures but yeah they moved to New York and like she was so in love with him and all this stuff um her breakup their breakup really broke her I remember that because I remember lurking on her during that period of her life um yeah limerence is crazy limerence is a bitch But yeah, no, we're going to take that eight back and we're going to give him a four. Okay. Um, yeah, I just remember that that happened. So give him a four. He's, he gets a four. Okay. So, wow. I really forgot that that happened. So after that came Voldemort. Yes. Voldemort. Right. We know Voldemort. We know so much about Voldemort. What you don't know about Voldemort is, I don't think I've ever spoken about this, but Voldemort, (sighs) this is the thing. If I say this, Voldemort will know that he is now, Voldemort will now know that he's Voldemort. I've staunchly denied it this entire time. But if I say this one thing, Voldemort is going to know that he's Voldemort. I barely care. I barely care. I actually had the urge to text him the other night because I was looking at something that one of the people he works with does. And I really wanted to warn him about it because from a PR perspective, even though I'm not a PR person, you know, I be, I'm a little media trained. I'm a little very media trained. And one of his people had posted something and I was like, they got to get rid of that. 
but I didn't text him because I was like, this man wouldn't, he would, he would watch you die in a burning building. He would watch you die in a burning building and he would not even like throw a drop of spit towards the building to put the little bit of fire out. So I was like, "Mm, he can choke. So, you know, um, so yeah, so I didn't text him and then I was like, let me just delete his number overall. So I did that, um, which I was kind of surprised I hadn't done before because it was necessary and needed to be done. So, um, yeah, Voldemort, he was just, he's, he was in my life for way too long. He had a shitty personality. He wasn't even cute for all of the pain and crying that I went through because of this man, for him not to even be cute is the greatest modern tragedy of all. Like no period piece could compare to the patheticness that is me crying over this balding man who is not very special, who's not very smart, he's not bright. Anything that I thought was great about him was actually me projecting parts of myself onto him because guess what, babe? He doesn't have a fucking personality. He wasn't kind. He wasn't sweet. He had none of the core values that I look for in a person. He was just a reminder of my absentee father. That's all he was. He just reminded me of the father I didn't have and who didn't love me and who did cruel things to spite me. So, of course, I wanted his affection and attention because if I had it, that means I have broken some kind of karmic cycle. That's not the case, though, now, is it? We're actually going to talk about fathers later on in this episode, but it's a zero for personality, zero for dick, um zero for everything zero big fat zero 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 and we'll continue to get a big fat zero 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 and you know the thing that I want to point out and also add on here is that I gave this man so much grace and that's what it is is I gave him so much grace and at the time I'd be like oh you're making up so much excuses for him those excuses were valid excuses there were sympathy and empathy that I had to give and that I loved giving because I believe that you know you should be kind to everybody and I gave him a lot of grace that he never once in his life thought about extending me over the smallest silliest thing anything that I did wrong this man latched on to and just would remind me like I could just he it was just like any little thing I did wrong it was just oh you're so dumb like oh what are you doing with yourself like you know but yet here are all of these people myself included constantly giving him grace constantly giving him love that honestly he hasn't earned or deserved and just making up excuses as to like giving value to his life for him that's all it was so yeah Voldemort I'm so happy I'm over that man like I think about it all the time and like the other night I was like if he called you right now because as I, I was doing my roundup I was going through my you know my little black book of sort and I was like if he called you right now and he was like come over would you pussy would you would you go there would you would you go there and drop your drawers for that man would you let him touch you would you after everything he's done 
Would you give him the glory and the gold of your body? Would you? I was like, would you be a hussy for him? The answer was no. And I was very proud of myself. And I meant it. And it was an honest no. And I was like, there is nothing that man could offer me right now that would change anything. Would like no, I'd be on like some Jay Z four 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 shit where he's like, Beyonce made him move across the world to Paris, but you know they're rich, so I'm like, I don't know. This is a little dramatic. Like I would get it if you were middle class, you know, if you were lower middle class, middle class, but you're way more than upper middle class. So you moving across the world to Paris to be with your wife, like that doesn't really. I'm not phased. No, like you have to do more than that. Like you have to buy me like Mars or something. He would have to buy me Mars for me to ever like give him a chance. Ever give him a chance. Okay. He'd have to literally buy me the moon. Oh, yeah. He'd have to pull a fucking despicable me and buy me the fucking moon. Okay. Okay. And even then I'd be like, no, you mean like to fucking bring God down to earth. And he needs to tell me directly that. I can't, I actually can't even, I'm like making up all these crazy scenarios. I cannot think of a single scenario where I would ever want this man back into my life. Mm -mm. There's nothing, nothing like, no, the funerals happen. He's passed away. He's dead. He's buried. He's gone. He's turned into maggots. A tree has grown from his corpse. There's no more of him. It's over. He's dead. He's dead. He's so dead to me. He's absolutely dead to me. It's a wrap. Yeah. Like talking about, oh, he'd have to buy me the moon. He'd have to. No, nigga. No. No. None of it. <laughs> Fuck the moon, ho. Fuck the moon, ho. Fuck the moon, ho. Okay. Fuck the moon, ho. So anyways, after that came <laughs> uh, the box man. The box man that I send the box to. He's actually from my town. And he's from my town. And every time I'm, because it's Thanksgiving right now, Christmas, it's all of the holidays. Do you not understand the innate fear that I have every time I have to go to the grocery store? Because I'm just like, what if today's the day that I run into this man? And I'm like, I know his walk. I know his body, six foot five thick six of five 250 pounds thick okay tall pale dirty blonde dark green eyes thick thighs that you just want to bite into okay and just a nice fat ass it's like Hassan Piker I know his backside from anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I would know that ass anywhere. Including in line at a Kroger. And a Publix. And a Target. And a Walmart that I frequently visit. So I'm on edge. I feel a lot of fear. Okay. During the holiday seasons particularly. So I've been keeping an eye out for Selena. Alright. So him girl that was such that I think was a really good example of just projecting it all onto somebody else 
projecting conversation, projecting personality, projecting wants and needs and desires. Because when I tell you I do not know that man's personality to this day, I don't know his personality. And to make it worse, he was extremely passive. So while I'm projecting all of these things onto him, he's just like mushy and like no real stance on anything. So it's like, who was he? I don't fucking know, bitch. To this point, I really don't. And to think that I thought that was my soulmate, but you know, this is the shit you learn. This is the shit you grow that makes you grow and you learn through experience is realizing that you do not have a fucking clue who somebody was that you were talking to for half a year that you swore to God you were in love with because the whole time you were just projecting. You don't know that man. You don't know him at all. Hate to tell you. Anyways, we're going to skip to this year though because to be truthful, I really only remember 2021 men. I don't remember 2022 men. So we're going to skip to 2023. And I was actually thinking about this today because it's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about this guy that I talked to earlier this year who, he was so sexy. He was a Yosemite cowboy. You know, I love me a Yosemite cowboy. I love men who look like men, you know, and yes, whatever, we're super progressive, what does a man look like, I know what Divine's man looks like, and he is, I already said he's six foot five, how many times, take a shot every time I say six foot five, 250 pounds thick in this episode, you will be drunk off your ass by the end, he's six foot five, 250 pounds thick, um, this year's 70 cowboy, however, brown, long brown hair. Basically, oh, very tan skin. Nice lips. Mm. Um, wears like, they look like they're straight out of a Wrangler ad. Love that shit. The jean jacket with like the leather collar and like the jean pants the jean pants and the jeans and the boots and the belt and the cowboy hat <laughs> don't get me started don't get me started i love the look i love the look just pull a man out of any hallmark movie he's a cowboy he wrangles horses he knows how to ride horses this is like everything i ever want but the only thing is they be loving guns and i'm just not down i'm just not jiggy i'm just like that's the part that i need to go away and like the thing is like i'm looking for a yosemite cowboy who six foot five 250 pounds thick as fuck nice tight bum in jeans nice jeans wrangler jeans jean jacket with the brown collar, with the brown boots, working man, thick, you know, thick body, nice ass, I already said that, about cowboy hat, brown hair, curly brown hair, progressive, pro-abortion, loves women's rights, Black Lives Matter, free Palestine, all of these things, anti-capitalism, socialist, anti-gun, I'm really looking for that shit in a cowboy bitch. 
I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna find it, but I'm like, yeehaw, buddy, we finna find it, okay? Because the thing about me is, I really refuse to, I ain't ever gonna be one of them bitches that pop out with a conservative boyfriend, okay? You know how these girls, who they be hella progressive, but then they pop out with a little boyfriend, and you're like, where was he January 6th, okay? That ain't ever gonna be me. You don't ever have to ask that bitch, okay? You don't ever have to ask that. So anyways, Mr. Yosemite, that's what we're going to call him. Mr. Yosemite was fucking Mexican. Okay. I don't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that like that. Like, oh, he was fucking Mexican. No, he was Mexican and it was fine. Obviously it's fine because, you know, people of color, power to the people, whatever. This will come into play later after we stop talking. Because what I come to find out was... I don't know if he really liked me. I think he really liked me. Like, I think he liked me a lot. But I don't think he liked me for who I was. I think he liked the idea of me. And I know a lot of girls say this. Like, he liked the idea of me because I'm fucking perfect. No, he liked the idea of me because in his eyes, I was super successful. With the podcast, everything, I was just living a life that, like, he kind of was very interested in. And... He wanted to, like, keep up, but he couldn't. And the thing is, there wasn't really much to keep up with. So he was projecting certain ideas onto me without ever asking real questions to figure out what was really happening. He was just making a lot of assumptions, okay? And I'm like, unless you're going to ask me some questions for me to answer, I can't debunk these assumptions that you have. So he had a lot of assumptions about me, and... So he really acted how he want, how he thought he wanted me. What? He really acted how he thought I would have wanted him to. So imagine my surprise when after we stopped talking, which the reason why we stopped talking is hilarious, by the way. It's not hilarious. Actually, it's quite horrible. But after we stopped talking, this motherfucker suddenly is like the most Republican bitch I ever met in my life. When we were talking, he was like, he was like, yeah, like I'm really progressive, blah, blah, blah. Like he, we were agreeing with a lot of my political points that are really important to me. A lot of these values. Now, all of a sudden, you don't think women should have abortions. Now, all of a sudden, they're not women, they're females. Now, all of a sudden, they're not females, but bitches. Now, all of a sudden, you Mexican, but you anti-immigrant young man. What the fuck is going on? I was extremely confused and I was like, oh, I'm really kind of happy. I didn't ever go nowhere with you. So this is why we stopped talking. We stopped talking because I told him I don't like guns. I don't play with guns. I don't fuck with guns, bitch. I don't fuck with a pew pews. I don't like that shit. So one time I FaceTimed him and I guess he was hanging out with the boys, having a good time, whatever. He picked up and all I see like, you know that, um, <laughs> that video where it was that old song with the girl saying she playing with the guns whatever girl i opened it up and it was a fucking it was uh, i'm looking at like he's holding like two guns and i'm like what girl i hung up i was like enough bye-bye he was like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to like upset stop it god he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Ow, moon, knock it off. He was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know, because I talked to my cousin. My cousin was like, you should tell him why you feel the way you do. So I'm like, fine. 
So I call him the next day with just so happened to be Mother's Day. And I started crying on the phone telling him why I was so against guns, which you guys know. And were the tears necessary? No, because I could have told that story without crying. But I really brought out the waterworks because I was like, if you want to be in my life, you need to understand the like the intensity of certain things and why I feel the way I feel and that this shit is not a joke to me at all. So I'm going to make you feel fucking horrible. And it was Mother's Day and we <laughs> we finished the call and he was like, I just don't know how I'm going to go through the rest of my Mother's Day right now because I've just made you so upset and that's just going to be what I think about this whole time. And in my head, I was like, good. It's called manipulation and you deserve it. Bitch. I told you my boundaries, you broke them, and now we are not going to be together because you suck. And yeah, we, we're not, we're not together. We just stopped talking because of that. And I was like, you know what, go play with your little pew-pews. Like this, I can't do that, um, ever, ever. Like, and then I remember like later on, I was having a conversation with my friend and I was like, you know, what's really weird. I, cause he was a white passing Hispanic guy, but I was like, if he was like, a guy who actually looked very Hispanic or if he was black, I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have cared. And ow, I was like, I wouldn't have cared. And she was like, she said something that was so smart. And I was like, Oh my God, you should write a book. You're so intelligent. She was like, the reason why that really affected you and really upset you is because one, he's white. Um, because he, looks white he's very white it's giving Argentinian you know if you know what I'm saying she was like he's very white so for him to not only disrespect your boundaries but to do it with something that's so violent like it is just a staunch reminder of what the patriarchy really looks like sometimes and she was like that's why I don't really like you're feeling like weird because you wouldn't have been affected if it was like a black guy or like somebody who actually looked Hispanic, you would not have really cared because you feel safer around those people as opposed to white people. And I was like, wow, it's not even white people, white men. And I was like, wow, you're really smart. You're so smart. You should write a book. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, my friends are so smart. And she was right. She was really right. And I was like, yeah, there were a couple of things on my list of things that I wanted in a partner that I thought were negotiable. And I thought like, oh, a man who plays with guns. Well, not even plays, but just who uses them because I live in the South. Everybody and their mother shoots guns. I don't. But most of the people down here do. And it's very difficult to find somebody who doesn't. But one of the things that I would tell myself is like, there's a difference between a responsible gun owner, gun owner and an irresponsible gun owner. And I would be willing to be with somebody who was a responsible gun owner. But I realized that even that, I'm just like, no, because baby, I got mental illness. I got mental illness. What happens if one of my mental illness got too much? I don't want to have that kind of rage. I don't want that at all. He was like the last person that I really talked to like for a long time. Everybody else has just kind of been like 
come and go, talk a little, whatever. But it's been so boring. Ah, moon, how would you feel if I just dig my claws into you? Oh, it's been so boring because, like, I showed you talking to this guy recently and he keeps asking me, like, the most stupid questions. And, like, what's your favorite color? Do you have any siblings? Where did you grow up? Enough with the security questions. Enough! Like, what's next? My mother's made a name? Like, we're dating. We're supposed to be getting to know each other. Like, this is boring. I get so bored. And I'm like, shut up. Like, this is such a waste of time. Like, I might as well, like, go hang out with one of my girly friends. Like, uh, boring. Boo. I hate it. I think my cat drew blood on my thigh. I'm not even going to lie to you. So, yeah. So, you know, I don't know what the point of that conversation was, but it was fun to have. And here's a sleepy moon. Okay. So, like always, um, if you haven't subscribed to POV or My Therapist on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and do that. And if you haven't um, if you're not a POV Plus subscriber, go ahead and do that because you get to listen to this episode ad-free and you get to get an exclusive episode of Text to My Therapist every week. Yeah. Um, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, my Instagram name is VineFilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And my Twitter is the same, although my Twitter is on private. You can still send a request and I will add you. Um, but yeah. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you are happy. I hope you are feeling loved. I hope you feel appreciated. I hope you feel confident. I hope you feel like you deserve all of the things that you have. I hope you feel like you deserve a great future. You deserve love. You deserve kindness. You deserve so many things. And despite what that evil little stupid voice in your head is telling you, you are a bad bitch and you are deserving of kindness, love, and just good things all around. So, um, I love you. Me and Moon say goodnight. It is 2 o'clock in the morning. And Baby Moon is very, very tired. I don't know why Baby Moon came up here. Because motherfucker was asleep when I left his ass downstairs. But, who knows why children do the things they do. Either way, I love you so much. Bye. Mwah.